Welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage. Co-hosted by India Marie Paul and Katie Zutter. For our third season, we cover animation royalty as we discuss the female protagonists in the Disney Princess franchise and the impact they've had on women of all ages. This episode, we head back to France once upon a time and discover the origins of the classic fairy tale and the Disney princess that saved Disney animation, Cinderella. Well, everyone, here we are. Welcome to our final <laughs> regular season episode. Uh, yeah, episode of our third season. Yes, With all about the queen herself. Oh my gosh, she is so. I wasn't expecting to enjoy talking about her as much as I'm excited to talk about her today. Because <laughs> there is a lot of stigmas on her being not active and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm excited to talk about that with you. So keep that in mind. Yeah. As we go through, because I'm, I'm curious what Ugh. your thoughts are on how active she is as a princess. And, and she's so iconic. She's easily she one is. of the most well-known yeah. print, like characters of Disney and easily Disney's fave. It is. So, That's this so is cool. very exciting to talk about her today. It was really cool. He really. This is out of out of our usual order, but I, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, he really related to her because she comes from humble beginnings and then gets her mm-hmm. dreams. You know, it's yeah. through marriage and all of that. But like he related to that because he was someone who came from very humble beginnings as well, and yeah. felt like he got to achieve his dreams through his animation. Yeah. So like he really did connect with her and there's one piece of animation in this that we'll discuss that is his favorite piece of animation ever. Aww. That he has said that. I think what makes her also so iconic is that the story of Cinderella is I mean there are hundreds it's thousands everywhere. of versions all across yeah, the world it's and so it, cool. It's so cool. That and came out of nowhere. Like it's, yeah. it's, which is, I think the most impressive thing is that they aren't tied back to one singular. Yeah. They all like propped up in different, yeah. cro- cropped up. That's the word. Cro- <laughs> cropped up in different cultures. Yeah. Just like, but they're the same. That's great. It's great. Yeah. It's so cool. Like it had to have just flown through different channels or just yeah. that, that idea, like similar ideas of rags to riches, I think is such an iconic theme mm-hmm. that everyone hopes for and strives for, you know, to, to come from a place where you don't feel like you yeah. have what you want or deserve. And then getting, getting it is such an iconic theme in general. So, yeah. I mean, and it's now a cross cultural theme yes. that would, that relates to everybody. Yes, it does. And the phrase, it's a Cinderella story story is in our everyday vernacular so Mm -hmm. i it's just a really cool iconic thing to talk about and to dive into i remember in third grade we actually had a (laughs) we had a unit on cinderella where we read versions it was really cool we read versions of cinderella from all over the world I'm now jealous of your school. It was was one of the best. I I very distinctly remember. I don't know who came up with it or what, but I very. It was a really impactful thing that we did. Then then we wrote our own version of Cinderella after. Fun. So who knows what I wrote? I I hope it. I hope that disappeared. Um, But I. It's a really cool story, and I think it is so relatable. And why she actually ended up saving. Disney animation, which we will yeah. talk about in a moment. But I want to dive into where she came from because it is so hard. It's so hard to track down the original because there's so many people who claim it. So yeah. I had to dig through and like look on. And there really isn't an original. No. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because it, because it, it it's really like the original of what culture are you looking at? Yeah, it, it truly which is. Which is fascinating. It is. And so what's <laughs> really cool is the I will I'll start with the oldest version 
of yes. Cinderella-ish that, that we know of, in writing, at least. Because <laughs> who knows? I mean, this is so. This is set. So the earliest variant of the Cinderella yeah. story is found from a Greek historian named Strabo, and this is somewhere between sixty-five BCE and wow. twenty-three CE. Somewhere in that, like, this is amazing. So he wrote in his Geography, Geographica is what it was technically called. And while he was traveling through Egypt, he heard a story about a courtesan named Rhodopis from whom the third pyramid of Giza was built. And so the story goes, it's a little paragraph. It's a very short little thing. So it, this is just written. Like, this it's is from... Written. This is a white man taking this culture a, from... Yes, this is a white man who, <laughs> people like... People of he color. Was, he was, like, Classic. studying... Good. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this Good is very, very, very <laughs> typical. Um, but he wrote it in like his journal. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. he was write, writing fairy tales. He wasn't taking. He was just no, writing just like, this observations. Is a cool story and I want to yeah. remember it. Yeah, exactly. So he wrote and this is an English translation. So who knows? Right. But uh, they tell the fabulous story that when she was bathing, an eagle snatched one of her sandals from her maid and carried it to Memphis I don't know, Memphis is really hits the ear weird, but it's fine. And yeah. while while the king was administering justice in the open air, the eagle, when it arrived above his head, flung the sandal into his lap, and the king, stirred both by the beautiful shape of the sandal and the strangeness of the occurrence, sent men in all directions into the country in quest of a woman who wore the sandal. And when she was found in the city of Necratus, I think I say that, she was brought up to Memphis and became the wife of the king. Amazing. Like Amazing. And how long had that story been told? (laughs) Yes, that's what's so cool. He heard it. He heard the story about a courtesan turned wife of king. So that was real. I was real excited. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's the first I could find of the written version Mm -hmm. of a Cinderella-ish story. And then the next step that I found in history was the, I'm sure there's lots of in-betweens, but this is one of the big ones. One of the big ones was in China. So the Chinese variant of the story appeared in the Tang Dynasty somewhere between 618 and 907 AD. And it was about a girl named Ye Shen. And I believe in some translation, it is similar to the word ash. Um, I'm not an expert in said things. So <laughs> having small feet was a, a trait of beauty in China. Mm-hmm. So it actually works really well to think that the story became very popular in this century. Because this was right around the time where feet binding began it began in the 10th century so the story of cinderella having really really tiny feet is part of that story and i can go into more depth about that story um, in the after hours <laughs> guys but, i'm so excited to hear about it <laughs> but there is a the there's a stepmother there's a jealous the jealous stepmother who makes her do chores because she outshines the stepmother's daughter so that still exists in that mm. and then there's fishbones that give her things of her pet fish. So like that's kind of where it goes with that. But there's still like a ball and she like still wishes to go to it. So like those kind of things still exist in the story. And that that was the first written version I could find with like the stepmother, stepsister. Yeah. Magic thing helping her go to a ball. It's crazy that it's so similar. Yeah. Like that it is so old and yet the Disney version is still so similar. Yeah. To that story. Yeah, like the, the like I'm uh, surprised because other stories we've talked about they've changed a lot of it. Yeah, it still stayed. I mean, the who gives what changes in each of these versions. Yeah, um, which is really cool. But the idea of a stepmother or someone other than the original mother, yeah, making her do chores, 
having like that hard life, getting something from there wishing for it. Almost always, depending yes. on the exactly. Place you it's wow. so cool, and like she loses her shoe, like that's part of it. And there's still the shoe loss becoming the way that you find mm-hmm. the new princess. Like yeah. so, it's it's a cool that that still exists back in the Tang Dynasty. That's um, cool. So that's kind of the oldest written version that feels more like Cinderella, other than the paragraph mm-hmm. from the ancient <laughs> Greek <Yeah>. historian. <laughs> And then we move to the more what we kind of understand is the European folktale. So I don't know if it traveled, but uh, I'll hit some of the the popular versions uh, that emerged. So 10th century was the Chinese version. And then mm-hmm. the 17th century in the 1630s-ish was the Italian version called Cenerentola, which translates to Cinderella. Nice. So this is when we see that name kind of officially yeah. pop up. And the princess's actual name was Zezola, which was kind of fun. Hmm. But then they called her Cenerentola as she is sitting among the ashes. So you have that is still there. You have a prince with a widower who was a widower with a daughter. And then in this version, the governess of Zezola is like, wouldn't it be nice to have a mom again? And then works her way in to be the wife. Yeah. Sneaky. (laughs) Yeah. So that was a cool... (laughs) That was a cool version of like the governess sneaking her way in yeah. and then basically pushing Zazola out yeah. of like favor and then making her do chores and her daughters becoming like who the, the prince yeah. now loves, who's Zazola's How dad. interesting. So that was a really cool change. Yeah. And in this one, the magic comes from a dove visits her on her dad's wedding day and says, if you ever need anything, go to the dove of the fairies and ask for it and they yeah. will give it to you. So when her dad is going on a trip, this is another version where they're going on a trip of some kind. And he's like, what do you want me to bring back? It's very Beauty and the Beast-esque. And the stepdaughters want a whole bunch of jewels and they want dresses. And she's like, will you please go to the grove like of the fairies and ask for something? (laughs) Tell them to give me something. Yeah. And so the he finally remembers to go right before he leaves and they give him a like a twig. And so she buries the twig and it becomes a beautiful tree that then like gives mm-hmm. her, grants her things. So that's yeah. that's a common one that we find in other European ones. So that's kind of the root of that. There are fairies mentioned. So this is kind of the first time that that's mentioned. I have a whole bunch of like what happens in it, but those are kind of the gist <laughs> of that. The king invites all the women. I think there's only one night of a ball in that one. No, there's a couple. There's a couple feet. There, there's the three. So there are three feasts. She gets glammed up more and more every single time. <laughs> drops her shoe. They reveal that it's Azola. She becomes the queen. But this time, enraged, uh, the wicked stepmother and stuff sneak out. And all she says is, he is a madman who resists the stars and, like, sneaks out. So nothing bad happens huh. to, like, mom yeah. or anything. Which is kind of on point to the actual story that inspired Disney. Ooh, so, okay. Those okay. are some of the highlights before yeah, yeah. the actual story. So the French put a twist onto this Cenerentola story in 19, uh, not 19, wow, 1697. <laughs> uh, Two was, days before <laughs> right, it was right? made. <laughs> oh. uh, in 1697, Charles Perrault came out with, in part of his fairy tales, it was called Cendrillon, I think it's how you pronounce it because it's French, or, or The Little Glass Slipper. Now, until mm. now, no glass slipper has been mentioned. It has been gold. Mm-hmm. So it's been gold or it's been a couple like gold 
look like that looks like fish scales in the Ye Shen version, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So this is kind of the first mention I could find that was popularized of the glass yeah. slipper. Did the Grimm's come out at, at a similar time as this, or did they no, come out they after? Came out like they after. classically pull things and uh-huh, make their own versions. Uh-huh. Yeah, Amazing. The, Grim, the Grimm Amazing. one was. Uh, How did these two men? <laughs> just know. to get credit for all these things that they just literally just made a glorified compendium. I will admit that when I went to go research, I'm like, oh, this is going to be inspired by the Grim Tale. It's like, no, yeah. it was definitely paroled. That's uh, awesome. Because it is so much different than the Grim. The Grim one came out in yeah. 1812. Um, Got it. And I, I want to cool. hit on that a little bit because it actually is closer to the Italian version than hmm. this is. So... In this version. But this is the one that Pearl, or not Pearl, Pearl <laughs> yes. that Disney yes. specifically wanted to use. Yes. And that's so crazy. I love that Disney like picks specific fairy tales mm-hmm. because like even though they're written by sometimes multiple different sources, he's like, no, I want that one. Yes. Well, and and sometimes you don't always know why he wants specifically that one, but it is very interesting to me. It's really cool. And this one, I believe, was a ballet too. So there was a popularized version of that and it was really yeah. well loved and it's a little less dark. Then the others. Okay, okay. And the biggest difference with this one is the fairy godmother. There is a fairy mm. godmother in the Perrault tale. And yeah. uh, all the other versions have some kind of magical friend that whose bones give you stuff or a tree of some kind. Like the Grimm mm-hmm. uses the tree. The Italian uses yep. the tree that gives yeah. her things. This is specifically a fairy godmother in the Perrault version. Oh, hey, Disney, here we are. Well, that's, yeah, I was like, oh, they must have adjusted a lot. Like, they didn't really, like, it It yeah, starts with they a, this one. they start with a widowed gentleman who marries, again, to a wicked stepmother who has two daughters and makes the, our lead girl, Cendrillon, do horrible chores as jealous. She's jealous of her goodness and her beauty, which, you know, Ugh. that's you do. And then this lead protagonist would sit in the corner, because we don't, you don't really get a name until you introduce her given yeah. name as Cendrillon or Cinderella because she would sit in the corner after chores among the cinders and ashes and they called her Cendrillon. The king's son threw a ball and the stepsisters were going and Cendrillon wished that she could. She began to cry when they left and a fairy godmother shows up. So <laughs> <laughs> there we are. All uh, right. <laughs> the godmother turns a pumpkin into a coach, mice into horses. There we go. A rat into a coachman, word lizards into footmen, and turned her rags into a gold and silver dress and she was given glass slippers. So I mean this is like straight. <laughs> yeah. From Bar- I I knowing Absolutely. the Grim one and assuming that Grim was the one that inspired I went, "Oh no, this is just there. They didn't yeah. change it. Yeah. This is exactly No, what they it just is. T- this this is the story they used. <laughs> exactly. It's so cool. I'm like, "What what have I been thinking? Shame on me." They told she was told not to stay past midnight because if she did, mm-hmm. everything would change back. She is drop dead gorgeous going into the ball like everyone yeah. is looking at her. The prince led her into a dance and gazed at her beauty all night over dinner and wasn't able wasn't able to eat a bite because he was just looking at her. So, yeah, there was a second day of the ball. So this is where we're differing a little bit. So there was a mm-hmm. second day of the ball. She went and stayed until the stroke of midnight. So each night she's staying later and later. A little longer. She's yes. like risking it. <laughs> exactly. She lost track of time and she fled on the second one because the clock struck and she, she left. Yeah. And she lost her glass slipper along the way. The prince picked it up and he could not keep up with her. So I love that she's so fast that he couldn't keep up with her. It's also like, yes. well done. <laughs> well done. In a gown, no less, <laughs> yes. with one shoe. Yes. Very impressive. Get um, it, girl. <laughs> The prince proclaims he'd marry whose foot fit the slipper. It fit Cendrillon, who pulled out its mate, and the godmother decks her out even more once again. 
once mm-hmm. Z puts the two together. Yeah. Um, the stepsisters threw themselves at her feet, begging forgiveness, which she gave them. And then a few days later, she was married to the king's son, and she set up her stepsisters with lords. All right. So we have a much... <laughs> like sweeter very forgiving like it it, oh absolutely and it i think it follows the line of perrault's version of fairy tales going to a Mm -hmm. more of a child driven audience compared to some of the other folk tales that happen so this is straight yeah it's it's almost word for word yeah what the movie is yeah i was (laughs) i was like oh this is it like this is perfect i i really loved it and then the version that I assumed it was was the grim version, which is much darker. And I'll hit a yes. couple little things. Would you like to hear? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I would. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what so your, what your version of the grim myself. version is. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, a while ago, I in high school, I went to a camp, like a sleepaway theater camp, for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a week or two, and the counselor was very German and her whole family was German, like to the point where she like grandparents in Germany, mm-hmm. et cetera. And they continued that oral tradition of telling so cool. fairy tales at night, mm-hmm. which was super cool. And we asked her every night, we're like, you have to tell us one yeah. that is, that's so cool. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to do it wrong. I'm going to do it wrong. Like she was Ugh. super shy, super embarrassed. And we're like, no, 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 you have to. So finally, like the last day mm-hmm. we had worn her down enough that she's like, fine, I'll tell you Cinderella. Yay. Cause like, that's one that everybody knows. Yeah. Like, great. Cool. cool, cool. And she goes, there was once a father and his husband. What? And then no. Immediately realizes because she was so nervous to start the story. That's oh. how she started it. Oh. <laughs> like immediately, first sentence in, messed up the story. It's like I was like, oh wow, was, <laughs> Germans were way more aggressive no. than the Grimms did. Cool. I like no. that person better. <laughs> yeah, she just like immediately, <laughs> immediately messed it up. Like, oh. like first sentence, <laughs> and it's then so af- I mean, after she did that, and we all laughed, and yeah. you know, we're like, that's clearly not right, and yep, you yep, know, yep, yep. from the time period and everything, yes, and yes. <laughs> had a good laugh, and she relaxed. She kind of got good. the nerves out. Good. Um, and just because this is this is yours, so I'll just do the bullet points. Oh, that I, I love it. Interesting I love that it. she said. Yeah. Is there was like you had said there is no fairy godmother, mm-hmm. but the mother was more important in this one, which I thought was really really cool mm-hmm. is that the mother like a beautiful tree grew from the grave of the mother yeah. and so it wasn't this connection to her dad that she was missing it was this connection to her mother yeah. that she would go visit her mother where this beautiful tree had spawned from her her grave mm-hmm. while stepmother and stepsisters yeah. are being just trash humans to her and she would find solstice and or solace in the birds that lived in the branches yeah. of this tree that was essentially the embodiment of her mother. Yeah. So there were three nights of the ball, which I thought was really cool. Each night yeah. was a different theme. That's cool, so yeah. each, each night they got she got a different style and it wasn't until the final night that she got the glass slippers. Mm-hmm. It was like silver, like a silver outfit, a gold outfit. And then it was like a gray blue with the slip, the glass slippers. Mm-hmm. And then also this version that I'm telling you might be slightly different, too, because this is like orally between her family. Well, that's why I like that it's not different. like a, written... it's a little different than it's, the yeah, green ones. It... I'm like, that's really cool. Yeah. So, it's you know, and and. I'm I'm assuming it's the closest to the grim, but yeah, yeah it it's mm-hmm. like the the thing that like threw me the most mm-hmm. <laughs> was there still wasn't much about the prince. It was like you you got to learn more about her, which is kind of cool, and it was very much. It wasn't like oh, I want to go to the ball to get married. It was like I should get to do this too. 
mm-hmm. I I work hard. I you know. So it was her mother kind of like you you shall go to the ball kind of yeah. A la the uh, yeah. you know the live action that they really dove into that. Well, yeah. the other thing that really like threw me for the roomy for a loop was the ending because obviously this is very dark and this is most likely why Disney didn't do it is yep. you know classic locker and sellers that when they come around with the shoes and the first one cut off her toes uh-huh. the, this, the mother the mother was like if you love me you'll cut off your toes yep. so she cuts off her toes fits into the shoe great gets in the carriage goes away the mother's tree is next to mm-hmm. the road mm-hmm. so once he passes the tree the birds flutter into his ears and it goes there's blood in her shoe there's blood in her yep. shoe that's not mm-hmm. the right one which is interesting that these birds like everyone can hear them like it's yeah, not just cinderella it's, mm-hmm. but yeah blood in the shoe cold go back and then the next one which is what mortified me more and I had just listened to her say, yep. the mom cut off her toes, was like, oh, yeah, cut off your heel. Yep. Uh-huh. You're like, if you love me, I'll cut off your heel. Yep. And the same thing happens. And, you know, there's blood on her shoe. There's blood on her shoe. Mm-hmm. And then Cinderella goes back into the carriage. You know, they I find her. She puts her shoe on. She's fine. They get in the carriage. And then the birds specifically are like, no, there's no blood in her shoe. She's the right one. Yeah. You're welcome. Goodbye. Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, that, that was just the bullet point. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see what was... What well, was different, but yeah, that was the one that I heard yeah. late yep. at night after yeah. we wore this poor girl down <laughs> to tell us a story uh-huh. about that that her parents because I guess they did all of them, which I think is so cool. They that did tons so of fairy cool. tales that she just grew up where her yeah. parents, and particularly her grandparents, would just orally have this tradition, which I think is so yeah. cool to have in this modern well, time because that's how they started, right? Yeah, I was like, that's exactly how fairy tales began. A lot of fairy tales began, and we talk a little bit more about this in the Rapunzel one. I think I dug into mm-hmm. it. But they started with uh, women who were telling each other stories while they were doing their chores. So a lot of fairy tales did not start because it was telling children tales. A lot of them start, yeah. and that's why there's so much chores in fairy tales. There's a lot of weaving. There's that's a lot of cool. washing. Like all of those things are tied into what a lot of women had to do. Yeah. So th- that tradition is purely built for women passing down stories and telling each other stories to keep themselves occupied. So it's a really cool, cool thing. How cool. Yeah, it's a really cool thing that she uh, has that tradition because it it is the original yeah. form. And it Ugh. is super close to the Grimm. That is super, okay. super close to the Grimm. And the Grimm, the differences? there's no glass slipper. Oh, okay. It's still a golden shoe. Was and it still like the solid outfits? I believe it was It was a little bit different. A little more mixed? Okay. I think it was a little bit different. How interesting. Yeah, but it wasn't as intricate like that seems like there's a lot more flair than the the grim one which i love (laughs) and that could be because it's orally and maybe you know they just add more as to whoever's telling the story at that moment yeah (laughs) and they there are those little like rhymes it's like uh shiver and quiver little tree throw some gold it's what like Mm -hmm. if you know into the woods it's exactly that story like they follow the grim word for word so like that beautiful little thing is what she sings to the thing the the bird is the unique part she sings to the tree she sings to the tree and the birds bring Ooh. down the stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. And, and the one, yeah, the one that she told us, it was, uh, she just went and was sad and and talked about her day and would just, as if her mother was there. Yeah. Like that's the. And then like, the birds would bring down the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. But, but what, wow, that's cool the, that she would sing as yeah, well. Yeah. That's what they have these little couplets of rhyming things. And they have that in the Ye Shen too. So I thought it was like incantations cool. almost to get what you wish. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of fun. And in the grim one, she, and I think this is the same, where she cries over the twigs she plants on the grave, and that's what grows it into this magical thing. And a. This um, one, it just came from the, okay. the ash of mom. 
Okay. Is so what grew the oral one that I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The In the Grimm version, the father goes to the fair. Brings so the twig, yeah. Brings the twig because it's the first one that brushed his hat on the way home. So it felt yeah. very beauty. In the, I'm like, I, this is a fairy tale theme. I like that you like, yeah, have the yeah. ones like this. And so, yeah, she plants the branch on the mother's grave and she cries over it and her tears water it and turn it into this beautiful tree. Beautiful. And a white bird appears on it and throws down Mm -hmm. whatever she wishes for. And when she wishes for things in the story is when you have the incantation of of a little rhyming thing. So the stepmother gives impossible tasks for her to do and all the birds help her. But I do think... It is important to note the amount of birds in this version of it because birds are all over the Disney <laughs> the Disney oh, yeah. movie. Birds are and mice are helping her do so much in the Disney mm-hmm. movie. And when it talks about in the grim version, birds helping her do chores, like that's exactly yeah. what happened. So I do think there has to be a knowledge and influence. They knew that one, yeah. From the grim, because birds are super right. important. It's a birds who keeps it is the toe and the heel get cut off, which is super yes. dark. <laughs> and then at the end of it, did it end with them pecking out the eyes? Yes. Okay. No. No. No, it didn't. Oh, so no, didn't. in the grim tale, no, it didn't. At the yeah. wedding, they go to the wedding. Yeah, the I think birds. she ended with they just like went off in the distance. Oh, that's nice. After that's going a, past the tree. That's much nicer. In the, in the <laughs> Which makes tale. sense if you're like telling a child right yes. before they go to sleep. Yes, it does, that's fair. That's that does fair. make sense. <laughs> I, that's a good amendment to that oration. <laughs> uh, because in the grim tale, they, the sisters go to the wedding mm-hmm. and the birds peck out one eye on the way into the wedding. And then they oh peck goodness. out the other eye of the stepsisters. Of the stepsisters. Of okay. the stepsisters. But not stepmother? It doesn't really mention the stepmother in that moment, I don't oh. think. I think it was specifically the stepsisters is what I wrote down. I just hate mm-hmm. her the most. So oh, yeah. She's, annoying the, she's a she great villain. It's like horrible. She's horrible. <laughs> and then they peck out the other one when she comes out of the wedding. And then they're punished with blindness for being horrible. So that's that's the end of the grim Makes version sense. of this thing. I don't yeah. think Disney wanted to do that. Yeah. Yeah. They did a lot of that. <laughs> like, let's cut out the last bit of the story. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's too dark. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Or like the last half of Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> yes. Was, uh, that what was a amazing. wild ride. That was a, that was a fun <laughs> one. That was a fun one. Um, so that's kind of the, that's those are some big bullet points of yeah. Cinderella. There's so many versions. I highly recommend looking up different cultures versions of it because it's just yeah. so cool. But what has stayed the same is that you have a very kind girl who is in a horrible place. Like, is yeah. treated really badly, usually by some kind of stepsister or something. And there's a shoe lost of some kind. And then she marries a prince because of it. So that, like, yeah. there's a festival or a feast or something in each one of these. So that kind of plot is the same. But mm-hmm. I think that's also why this had such a huge success mm-hmm. in Disney's world. Because everyone knew it. Like, it was such yeah, a... Yeah, it's everywhere. It's, it's in everywhere. all cultures. Yeah. Who doesn't like an underdog? Like, who doesn't like a Cinderella right. story? Like, that's just yeah. what you root for. So I think it makes a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. earlier I said that this saved the studio. And that is yeah. very, very true. There's a really great documentary, if you want to watch it, called Rags to Riches, yes. The Making of Cinderella. The original movie came out in 1950. So they were creating it at the end of the 1940s. I think they began working on it in 1948. So this is a very quick process. <laughs> Wow. And here's how they did it. So they did this so quickly because to save money, funny enough, they recorded the entire movie live action. 
That's they cool. filmed the entire thing with actors and like basic yeah. set props so that animators so cool. could just trace where the act like the performances of the actors. Because that definitely fed into there was just a whole period of mm-hmm. using live action actors to yeah. inspire them. I love that this inspired that. It was. Yeah, it's a really cool. It, I always thought that would be more expensive, but what it does yeah. is it it saves the re-edits of animation mm, because you okay. already cut it and edit the full film ahead of time, and then you just draw it on top of it, Huh? which upset a lot of animators because they're like, now I'm forced to do this and only have slight right. adjustments. So there was a whole like thing with that. Yeah. But they did it in like two years. So it was a yeah. huge That's success crazy. financially, but they were in... Four million dollars worth of debt in the 1940s. Yikes. Um, Because World War II really took a hit on the studio. They, I mean, there wasn't a lot of extra money around. People, like a lot of uh, dads and soldiers, like were overseas. It was a, Mm -hmm. a really big time of prosperity for the industrial side of things. But it wasn't a time where like novelties are flourishing. Right, right. So they got through it by doing a lot of shorts. So that's when you have like Melody Time and Fantasia and stuff like that. But they weren't overly successful. I know. I wish they did more of those. I know. I love those. I love that. that, (laughs) But that was a time period where a lot of that style of short animation was happening, which goes back to the roots of like what they first did before they did full Mm -hmm. lengths. So they were staying alive by making training videos for the army. Like they were trying to do other things. And like Roy Disney was trying to diversify a little bit so that they could stay afloat. Right. So they were in a lot of trouble. (laughs) There were a lot of trouble. And Cinderella, basically, if they lost money on Cinderella, it was very likely that the studio would be no more. Like that was kind of the gamble of Cinderella. And this sweet, kind mm-hmm. girl just was relatable to everybody enough that yeah. it saved the day. Yeah. And Disney Ugh. Disney is quoted saying about like trying to figure out what they were going to do one. They were going to do a feature mm-hmm. film. What were they going to do? And he's quoted saying, we need a story with a girl in trouble. Because like I think he was Perfect. hearkening back to Snow White. Like Snow White was yeah. such a big success. I think mm-hmm. he was trying to figure out the formula again. So yeah. this is the next big princess movie. what a movie. good time period to do that. Yeah. To in have the, 50s. the the underdog, the mm-hmm. sweet, I'm just a good person. Yeah. Who gets what they deserve in the end. Like, it, it, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. She was a character that people could root for that mm-hmm. didn't overly question the stigmas of the time, <laughs> which is, yeah. you know, good, good for their themselves. Um, what it did do, though, is mark a time, the end. This is technically what people talk back and forth about what the golden era is of Disney. Mm. But Mm -hmm. a lot of people consider Cinderella the transition at the end of golden era. Because this is the golden era they consider the time when they were experimenting a lot with things. And Cinderella's commercial success is what made them start thinking commercially about making money from all of their things. Like they were always trying to make money, but it was a turn in how they thought about what they were actually going to do in later things. So... This was kind of the end of the golden era. And then I think, I'm not sure what era this, it might be the Dark Ages. That this, yeah. That this is considered. Yeah, I think, yeah. Because that was with, that's when I heard it Sleeping about. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty was in there, yeah. Yeah. It was so, the, yeah, the Dark the dark Times or this whatever. This the Dark it was Times like, where they were. The Dark Period, I can't remember. It was like something yeah. that was not the Dark Ages, it, yeah. but very similarly yes, yes. phrased. Yeah, so this was the transition because it, 
captured the experimentation of a lot of things that they were considered the golden era and then they became commercial. Considered what people call like commercial version of Disney, which is the Dark Ages, yeah. until you get into the Renaissance. Right. So she was a big point of time because she not only saved the studio, <laughs> surprise, it's still around, and it was a huge resounding success. It was a huge mm-hmm. commercial success. It was a huge musical success with a couple of the songs where it became into pop culture. Yeah. And he really wanted that to happen. So he brought in composers from Tin Pan Alley to make nice. sure that they were writing commercially successful music. Mm-hmm. That's so, brilliant. Yeah. It was and the first song that they wrote of the group that they got together is three Tin Pan Alley composers, lyricists and stuff, was A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Aww. So that's the first song where they, they sent it to him. And how they cast Cinderella Yes. Is that this group of these three men, you know, they're men. Yeah. Knew Eileen Woods and was like, hey, can you record this for us? Like, didn't tell her that he was auditioning. Didn't really tell her what it was. So she recorded it as a favor to them. And then he sent the demo to Walt Disney, who was auditioning hundreds of girls. And he heard her sing the songs and went, she's Cinderella. And then she got called and cast as Cinderella. Didn't audition. Just sing yeah. a demo for a friend. Just some guys were like, I know. She, yeah, this is it. They're just, huh. yeah. So that's how she got cast is she was on nice. the demo. And that like never happens. That yeah. that hardly ever happens where whoever records the demo just to hear songs actually right, gets right, cast. Right, right. Is actually the person. Yeah. So. That's that so cool. What how a Cinderella story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all fits. Like it's. Uh, it was really well, cool. So. We've talked a lot about the backstories and everything, but we haven't really talked about her. Yes. So in all of these, now that we've like caught up to modern-ish times of them like making the film, Mm -hmm. what about her character changed as it progressed? What stayed the same? Like what about her saved Disney? I think... with In in relation to the backstories is what I'm asking. Yeah, I think... I mean, it's pretty much straight from Peralt. Yeah, yeah. But and I think where they succeeded was in telling that story in a very cinematic way. So they used lighting and they used drama a lot more in this. Right. And you had two animators actually working on Cinderella. You had two lead animators. Okay. And you can tell sometimes which scene if you start thinking about it because it was, what scene? What each who one did one did because <laughs> there's a dis- apparently that they kind of disagreed on how Cinderella should be portrayed. Okay. Um, which I thought was really fascinating. Yeah, because I want to hear about her, not the movie. I want to hear about her as a character yeah. is what I'm trying to, yes. to yeah, figure like, out. <laughs> so Eric Larson and Mark Davis, one of the nine old men. Okay. Yes. Um, two Eric Larson has done a lot of things. Yes. Yes, he has. And they were assigned to animate Cinderella. And okay. they Mark Davis so wanted they her. Both. Well, they, yeah, it's weird that there was two. And all yeah. the nine old men were on this film, which is another oh, big fact. Men. All of them were, which is unique <laughs> at that time, too. Mark Davis wanted her to have a more sophisticated quality to her. Okay. While Eric Larson felt she should be more simple. Okay. So in the animation, there's times where it's just more of like a simple, she's kind of romantic and dewy eyed, mm-hmm. while the other scenes, you can see her thinking more. Yeah. And yeah. that would be the one that Mark Davis animated. Right. So. <laughs> I, How interesting! It's such a that's such a fascinating thing because I I read that and then I rewatched it and I was like I can I can start yeah to, to see, see that. that because I was surprised rewatching it how how much more personality she had than I remembered 
Oh, she has tons of personality and pe- because people don't give her any credit. And that's yeah. why I'm asking if that personality was seen in other backstories yeah. and if they were trying to pull things from the stories or yeah. if they were just like, oh, we'll just do another Snow White, which is it sounds like what one of the animators was yes. like, we'll just make her Snow White point to, like 2.0. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think that's what the orig- some of the goals were for people was that we're just going to tell the story because all of the original backstories for this and even the parole version are so short. There's mm-hmm. not okay. the specifically So you don't really get to know her as much? You don't really get to know her. There's not a lot of personality put into them. Okay. It's very basic short fairy tales. So they built her. They built her. Then. And like the sass that we get, which we will talk about when we get into the yeah. movie, is from them. And I I think that personal and from the actress so who played They her. have all this backstory. Yeah. But they had so Cinderella is not based on anybody. She's is what not, I'm hearing. She's not. It's based. like she was built for, which is which is fascinating to me. Yeah. So she was built as it was being animated. Yeah. She. There was huh. an inspiration. I think the look was inspired, but not the personality necessarily that I could find. Yeah. The, yeah. The look of Cinderella is How based on Ingrid Ingrid Bergman, who's a famous mm-hmm. actress of the time. Yeah, um, yeah, and you can kind of see that in her facial features and things, and maybe a little bit in her personality. Like maybe there was they took yeah. some of that from her. The original. It's just baffling to me that there's so many stories, and they couldn't find a personality they liked in the story, so they just made their own. Well, there's not a personality in the Cinderella stories. That's what's so sad. Huh. The backstories don't have her really saying anything. They're just talking about oh. her situation. Huh. There's not a lot of, like, these stories are very much like, there was a girl. She was, you know, in the ashes. Yeah. She was crying about this. And then, like, she says, like, bring me back the thing. And they talk about how good and kind she is. But that's, that's like, but good the trait. kind is the only that's trait. The, yeah, that's it. That's huh. all these fairy tales are super short. And man, great. So the yeah. one we're talking about is based on these two animators and the actress. Great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's really it. It's, it's very unfortunate. <laughs> Um, yeah, the only inspiration I could find, and the performance of Cinderella is oh, done yeah, by sure. Helene Stanley, and she's done a couple okay. different things. Oh, um, so the styling sorry. and the mannerisms of Cinderella are from uh, were influenced by the voice actress because of her performance. Like the voice nice. actress Eileen Woods had a very like breathy, sweet yeah vibe about her, and that's they really really like that. So they tried to bring that into Cinderella. Um, yeah. But the physicalness of it was the live action performer because she did the entire movie as yeah. Cinderella. And, um, right, right. She actually went on to perform as Aurora for live action filming. Nice. So she did that and she did Anita for 101 Dalmatians. So they used her yeah. a lot. Did she um, also do Alice? I, th- I feel no. like they used the same person for Alice, Alice as they and did Aurora. Wendy. When, yes, those Alice the same and person. Wendy are the one live action performer that was, I think, okay. the voice actress as well. Because sometimes the yeah. voice actor would do the live adaptation. How interesting of it! But for this anyway, one, sorry they used no <laughs> side, but, side note. No, that's it's it's really really interesting. That whole idea of them filming it and then animating it after is still fascinating yeah. to me. So we can we can account for the physical movements to the live action performer and the yeah. tendencies and slight personality quirks from the voice performance of Eileen Woods. Yeah. So they they took it from the people that were working around it mm-hmm. rather than and probably some looks and maybe some mannerisms of Ingrid Bergman. Yeah. But it wasn't 
they didn't have anything. It's very similar to Rapunzel and Sleeping Beauty, where there's just not yeah. a well, lot. Well, Sleeping Beauty, there's a lot more for her. That's true because they have the you have the whole half that they don't yeah, use. There's, yeah, there's a lot more for Sleeping Beauty That's than there true. is for. Yeah. And Snow White, I kind of credit it to. There is a lot more for her, too. But yeah. she's also a like a child, like an actual child. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so you kind of forgive that like massive naivete and yeah. like. You know, yeah, <laughs> just not listening. Yeah, but and yeah, I, that's so interesting to me. This Cinderella has so much less about her. Yeah, it's it's than the other ones. Very basic, like things that she is just upset and kind. Yeah. And huh? There's, I mean, there's a little bit more in like the Yeshen. I think there might be mm-hmm. a little bit more of things, and there's her being thankful. It's just a lot of basic good traits. Like there's just, yeah. it's just kind of goodness is what she well, is. I, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Don't no, get me wrong. And no. I know that's a big theme for her, but I'm excited to now yes. get more into like the character. This is yes. so crazy. There was <laughs> the, there was an early draft in which okay. Cinderella was seen after the ball, listening to the sisters talk about the mysterious girl with amusement. But he cut that. Interesting. I know. Well, Disney uh, cut it because he feared it would make Cinderella look smug and mean-spirited. And the audience would lose sympathy for her. I totally could see that. Exactly. It makes sense. But I I think it's really interesting that there was. So there might be some of that in the story that they also cut. Mm -hmm to eliminate any kind of yeah. potential negativity thrown into yeah, it. Yeah, that can be construed any way of she's not just perfect. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I mean, that's, she came straight from Perrault's story and all the people that were kind of surrounding her. And But they did it in two years. So there also wasn't a lot yeah. of time to, <laughs> to like huh. fully fledge out a whole bunch of stuff. Animators were given movements from the performers. Yeah. So that was just from the... It is, I mean, maybe that why I think she is successful, that she is performed by someone. Right. And Uh, it's funny because they do that now, mm -hmm. but they don't cast actors, which is what baffles me. Yeah. Is like the animators do it themselves and then animate themselves doing it. Is Yeah. Isn't that so interesting that that they've now ex-nayed hiring professionals to do this stuff and now you see people... Run, filming themselves running to like understand yeah. on top of it. I think that's a kind of a sad lost part of it because you, yeah, there, is, there is something beautiful about having a performer embody a character for you. Especially when they hire multi-talented actors to yeah. vocal, like be the vocal parts of them. Like, yeah, feel like the physical they could also embodiment is still part of yeah. the performance. Um, and you can tell when the movies that do that. Yeah work you could tell you can't you just get a variety of stuff that you won't otherwise because you try to make people too graceful or too like it Mm -hmm. there's just a reality of that which i think is really cool which is why i think some of the not just cinderella but some of the other performances are really well done because i i believe voice actress for the stepmother performed it Ooh, i think that to be true but we could talk about Cinderella in she has three movies, which is really mm-hmm. cool. I, we'll talk about the first one, probably blow past the second one and the third one. We'll <laughs> um, but it was released in 1950. It was Ooh. a resounding success. Lots of merchandise, yes. save the studio, all those things. Something that's really interesting is other than the prologue and the epilogue, this whole thing take happens within 24 hours, which is the difference from the original stories as well. Mm-hmm. It is set in France in the mid 1800s, but Beautiful. the dress. Beautiful. 
is actually inspired by a 1948 collection of Dior. Yes. And that was what they, that was common then. Gosh, Sleeping Beauties was the same. Yes. Where same like, exact thing. Where mm-hmm. they, they would use the modern, like, runway looks. Yes. For the dress. And like, you know, for the sense. dresses, which is smart. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm sure historians are not thrilled about it, but like for yeah. merchandising and dress selling, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A fun fact about Cinderella that you actually learn in the third movie, but I'm going to say it here, is that her, <laughs> her shoe size is four and a half. So small. It's what it is. It's four and a half. So as we are talking about Cinderella, what? Yeah. There's a lot of people who talk about her inactivity in the film and how she just mm-hmm. kind of like gets a prince and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. As you've been thinking about Cinderella and studying her for this, how do you feel about those kinds of This drives me nuts. Okay, it drives oh, me okay. absolutely up the wall because so <laughs> she is holding down the fort mm-hmm. of a home that she grew up in mm-hmm. that everyone who has ever loved her has died. Mm-hmm. And this is the last thing she has to connect to these people. Mm-hmm. And at the time, she has nowhere to go. Yep. What is she going to do? Go be a prostitute? Like, are you kidding me? Those are her options. Yeah. Like, that, like, right. So she is trying to make the best of her situation. And even like, and in the movie, they take it a step further mm-hmm. where she has these kind of subtly sassy moments that mm-hmm. kind of get her through the day. Yes. But she is still nothing but kind to these people who treat her like absolute trash. And you love how kind she is to others. Mm -hmm. And the thing that bothers me the most is when they're like, oh, yeah, she just gets a man and he just saves her. Like, does she deserve it? Does she earn it? She doesn't need to fight for it. She's already an amazing human being. Maybe you're just allowed to have something nice. (laughs) Yeah, she deserves it because she is is a great person. And I think that's what a lot of people enjoy about it is that it's it's not that she's settling. She has nowhere to go. And so and the thing of her going off to the ball, it's not that she's going there to be like, ah, I could marry the prince. That's Mm -hmm. like never something she even says outright. Like she's literally like, everybody gets to go. I can go too. I want to go. I'm I'm a girl (laughs) who fits the parameters. I get to go and dance Mm -hmm. and have a beautiful dress. Mm -hmm. And and, right? Yeah. Like that's what she is focused on. So it just so happens that she goes there and has this beautiful aura and, Mm -hmm. and is just so thrilled to be out. And she's finally like getting an escape from this life. And even then when she comes home, she's like, Oh, what a wonderful dream. Yeah. She's, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, she's Mm -hmm. so nice. Mm -hmm. She is so kind Mm -hmm. that, and and it's not a, Oh, I I went off to marry him to change my life. She's like, I just needed a, I just needed a day off. So it it drives me nuts. It drives me nuts when they're so weird about her. I agree. I agree. And here's the point that I forgot because I haven't watched it in a hot second. I rewatched it. She doesn't know it's the prince that she's dancing with the whole night. She's like, she I just had a great time. Yeah, just met a guy. He looked <laughs> had nice. Had a night out. She looked nice. And he's like, she's like, I have to go. I haven't even, oh no, I haven't said hi to the prince yet. He's like, wait. And then she leaves. 
She yeah. did not know. She just met a guy. No. She wanted to go to a ball because she doesn't get nice things in her life. Yeah. And then something nice she happened. She wanted a day off. Yeah. And something nice happened to her because he saw of all of these people mm-hmm. who I'm sure a lot of them are similar to the stepsisters. A lot yep. of them yes. came there mm-hmm. to become a princess, mm-hmm. to become queen. Uh-huh. That is the reason they went there. And that is what wins over the prince. Yeah. Because she's the only one. Not playing a game. Who's there. No, she's not yep. playing a game. She's mm-hmm. just there to enjoy a night. Yeah. <laughs> and that is where he like, yep. oh, so this is love. It comes comes from oh, is she is just truly mm-hmm. enjoying mm-hmm. being with him and yep. being out whereas everyone else there is like i'm gonna be queen look at me yep so it just drives me nuts that yeah. they're like oh she was still like saved and yes she was mm-hmm. yes for sure but do not tell me she didn't deserve it and then yeah. it doesn't make sense <laughs> like are you saying that kindness doesn't deserve nice karma like i don't yeah like, this is like a whole karma thing happening like sometimes right. nice things can happen to nice people yes <laughs> and i think that's one of the big reasons too that it resonated so well mm-hmm. in the era like you were talking about and that, like when it came out mm-hmm. it's uh, the war and everything yeah. and you're like no if you were a kind and good person karma will come back and i think that's something that a lot of people amongst this terrible time that like okay yeah. wait no the other the other shoe will drop yeah and it it may take a lot of dealing Time. with just <laughs> t- terrible situations yeah. to get there, but it will. Yeah. And we will have our Cinderella story. Yeah. And if you just keep being kind mm-hmm. and honest mm-hmm. and true, mm-hmm. you'll get there. And I think that's awesome. It's and I so think she optimistic. doesn't get enough credit. <laughs> it's a, well, it's it's a really optimistic outlook. And is it realistic? Mm-hmm. Probably not. No. Like, but, <laughs> but but there there it's okay to have an optimistic. Yes. moment this whole yeah. movie is just like good thoughts bring good things like it's just yeah. that's why i i was surprised at how much like i judge cinderella of like well she just like gets a guy and whatever it's like but yeah and a lot of people she, do she doesn't do like i was impressed re-watching it on how sassy she is when she's not like to the animals she oh yes, is, yeah, like, with her friends. She's yeah. super fun. To you can tell this is she's like Yeah, this is her like coping mechanism yeah. to like get through it. Yeah. She she has that air of like being fully aware of her surroundings mm-hmm. and knowing a little more like okay, the sisters are being ridiculous. Yeah. And and you you love that. And I think this she's like uh, you know, classic similar to Snow White that everybody changes around her, mm-hmm. but what's different that I think resonates with a lot of people mm-hmm. is the people closest to her don't change because of her. Yeah. They get more and more frustrated and jealous. Yeah. Because of her. Yep. And really nobody changes because of her. She is just such a good person. Mhm. That you she root for is, her. You root for her. She's yeah. so far above everybody else that the prince is like, yes, this one is not here for themselves. Yeah. Like in a in a weird, conniving yeah. way. Yeah. And you you love that. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I could just be me. Yeah. And that is that is why she didn't make it very far in the heroic schemes, because that's yeah. just not her MO. She's no. not a I'm running into a burning building. She yeah. she is just genuinely a great person and you see that you want her around well and i think i think it's was harder for people before more the modern princesses came out in the renaissance who were more active in the heroism to look at that and be like well she just sits around does some chores and then gets a print like we now have the other types of heroines to look at so i think 
I think it was something that also was a little hated for a while because we didn't have the other. And I think mm-hmm. now that we have the other, I'm more willing as well to <laughs> enjoy that she's just a good person. You yeah. know, like I think, and that's okay sometimes. It I, is. It it makes it very relatable for kids because yeah. she could at any point be rude to them. Yeah. Well, that's the lesson. The lesson is not like it, it's not as maybe active as some, but it's it's mm-hmm. very real of being nice to people and being kind and that bringing goodness to you. That karma, yeah. it is karma. Yeah. Like that's the whole right. thing. Is, making is making karma. the best of your situation. Yeah. And yeah. And that yeah, I I Ugh. agree with your point that the reality in this this is mid eighteen hundreds France. Yeah. What is she going to do? Where is she going to go? It's like, oh, she uh-huh. could leave. Why didn't she leave? It's like, one, it's also really Where? hard to break out of toxic situations. Like, one, and in yes. general. But yes. she has known nothing and else. And this is definitely a toxic, abusive relationship. Oh, my gosh. thousand percent. <laughs> it is. Like, tr- Lady Tremaine in, like, the shadow when she walks in is terrible. What a villain. See, that's a villain story yes. that I would love to hate. Yeah. Love to hate. Yeah. Uh, she, oh. I, anyway. I'd be angry too if her daughters were not yeah. what she wanted them to be. Yes. Oh my God. You know? She's terrible to everybody. She's so bad to everyone. And one of the one scene that surprised me at how em- emotionally impactful it was to me mm-hmm. was when they're tearing apart her dress. That does yeah. not happen in any other story from what I understand. I don't think it happens in Grim. Yeah, Grim, she goes and gets the dress. No. And yeah. Peralt's. I'm going to double check because I don't think they tear apart her yeah. dress in parole. And that's mortifying. That scene is really dark. And that's an, that's another one of those classic like, oh, she's uh, all they do. Princesses is cry. I'm sorry. They tore apart a dress that was her mother's. Yeah. That her friends built her that she slaved away all day. Mm hmm to be able to just have a day off and yeah. slaved away harder than most. Yep. And you watched her literal dreams mm-hmm. get shredded in front of her eyes and laughed yeah. at. It's just, I mean, like, yeah, I would cry too. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, like they're coming at her. They're rip, like they're taking things off of her. Like that's just physically abusive yes. too. And I was like, yeah, holy shit. Like that's hor- so there. She's a- in shreds when she walks out. Yeah, like that's hor- like. What Disney did was take the story and he did add these very dramatic moments. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the big ones. He added that element because it's not in the Peralt one. I just double checked. Okay. She cries when they leave because she's not allowed to go. And then the godmother godmother shows up. So there's not this plot about a dress that she had that they rip. Like that's a Disney creation. and what's crazy to me is watching that scene. She is just trying to not get hurt. That mm-hmm. whole t- you see her, she is not physically hitting them. She mm-hmm. could, yeah. Like at this point, yeah, she, she is being physically assaulted. She could be trying to, but no, she is just like blocking her face, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you see the shadows of it, and you just hate Tremaine. Oh, and the sisters so much. Yeah, I, I, I hated the Tremaine more because I, the well, sisters yeah. were one hundred percent manipulated into doing that. Oh, for sure, for they sure. They didn't even notice. Yeah. Don't even notice until (sighs) she and you could see it. You see the the shot of Tremaine watching it all happen Mm -hmm. going perfect plan still worked. Yep. See you later. The casualness (gasps) as she's like, girl, we're going to be late. Ooh, yeah. Nope, she knew. Ooh. She knew the whole time. And and that is what Cinderella has been dealing with this whole time. Mm -hmm. And I think that really 
set the stakes. And I do appreciate that he added that drama, Mm -hmm. that it really raised the stakes. And you really appreciate how good and kind Cinderella is in that moment. Yeah. Because of like, that's how this is what she's been living with. Yeah. Yeah. Not the petty remarks at bedtime Mm -hmm. or in the morning when she's delivering tea. Yeah. Not, you know, Lucifer, this. Yeah. Is what she's been doing. That level of abuse constantly yeah. of course she's not gonna be sassy to her stepmother does she want to yeah. have to deal with that no like then she'd make her Man. life even worse so it's it's so it's so horrible and i and he did such a good job at creating that drama in the tale that had some but not nearly yeah. as much oof, and so he oof. added that and he added he tried very hard to make the key moment where they're trying to get the key up to her very suspenseful mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so that was That's a big cute. It's really cool. And like they the the stairs kind of look like a Hitchcock film when they're like looking at yeah. how tall they are. Um so he added suspense and they were really proud of that. And the and Tremaine tripping the footman and the shoe shattering right in front of Cinderella. That was also yeah. his addition to it to make it more dramatic. Like he did Ugh. try to add in more drama to the story. And I think he achieved it. Yeah. And it it only makes it only separates Cinderella from everybody else more because yeah. how many people would be able to be in that situation and still come out mm-hmm. looking for the best in the world? Yeah. Like, yeah, if I was the prince, absolutely. I'd be like, this one isn't a crazy person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. She, <laughs> like, yeah. that's what you want around. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of person you want around yeah. you. Yeah. It It makes complete sense. I root for her. Something that I was a little disappointed in yeah, is that we – I think why she doesn't get more – we don't learn more about Cinderella other than like we get mm. some of that sassy stuff in the morning, which is great. Yeah. Uh, we learn that oh, she's that kind. I, she has per, like that kind of personality when she's like yeah, scolding Lucifer and scolding Bruno mm-hmm. for dreaming about Lucifer – like chasing yeah. him and stuff like that's that's really cool and then you go into the submissiveness when she goes to talk but what mm-hmm. i was disappointed in is we could have had more scenes with her even like followed her into town or something mm-hmm. um like we get a little bit of in later ones but yeah because she takes care of all the animals yeah which is really fun so, like, th- those are her friends yeah. she has no friends so that's great yeah yeah <laughs> and uh they the subplot of lucifer and the cats is completely dr- disney made Oh, for sure. And it takes up, for sure. I think, too much time mm, of I the movie. I, yeah. Not because it's not cute. It's very cute. Right, it's right. It's very successful. Like, the, the parallels of stuff is great. Mm-hmm. But there are lengthy comic scenes of the chases of those two that mm-hmm. I could have spent with her going to get bread at the baker's or going mm-hmm. to, like, to actually get to know her a little bit better. So that's – it's only right. – a little over an hour long. So yeah, for a large yeah. chunk of the movie to be spent on the cat mouse drama was a yeah. little disappointing to me. Oh, for sure. So that that was the only thing that I was like, I wanted more of what we got right. in that first few, the first few minutes of it when she's mm-hmm. getting ready and we see her as herself. It you is know. interesting, though, that even with how little they gave her you know who she is entirely yeah I, that's impressive which is which is yeah that's yeah. like wow <laughs> yeah so i i think that i i am happy that there are sequels because i do mm-hmm. think we get a little bit more of her and what she thinks about the world in oh, the yeah. sequels which was very which we will get to in a moment but i think yes 
I, I think they were very successful in, in retelling the tale. And yeah, not they didn't add like what they added, I think, helped. Oh, for sure. I, I think for sure. They, it, it Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if they were highly successful. It totally makes sense that it was successful. The music is beautiful. The villains are great. The comedy. They actually had to pull back some of the stepsister animation because I was getting a little too much. Um, they're but, ridiculous but yeah it's them fun. at disney too is so funny yeah <laughs> their reins are so loose yeah for specifically those two sisters yeah. and it cracks me up yeah <laughs> there is this is a, like a little fun thing and i'm sure you already know it but there right. are, she loses her shoe three times in the movie yes and i think and that I is so that. cool it's, it's such a cute yeah it's a little a cute thing. callback it's a i think it might be a callback to the three days of festivals and a lot of the origins mm-hmm. it could be a callback to just you know comedy comes in threes as like a trope but she loses some it. foreshadowing yeah Excellent foreshadowing yeah it's just it's it's really fun um she loses it when she brings them breakfast and that's how lucifer misses gus in the cup yes she, like drops on the stairs <laughs> she loses it at the ball obviously mm-hmm. and then she loses mm-hmm. it on her wedding day on the way which downstairs. is so cute it's super sweet it i love is... them running to get it real quick oh yeah we've done this before um do i like how fast they got married no. but that's the thing um, that's the thing is yeah, the 24 hours proposal yeah, yeah but i also get that they are trying to make it like a cute magical yeah. dreams come true moment yeah. when you look at it you're like oh yeah um they don't really get however to <laughs> No, 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 no. However, I do imagine, don't know how happy she would be with him, especially since you don't get a whole ton of him in the movie. Yeah. More than at least the first Prince Charming, but still not much. Yeah. Uh, was still more. drawn kind of weird. Still drawn kind of strange. Yeah, they're figuring but, you know. themselves out. Yeah. But they, I, I feel like even if they did get married after a day, that the prince would be happy with Cinderella. Yeah. Because she is just a light to be around. Yeah. Um, not sure how much you would do with him. Yeah. We just don't from know. From just the first movie alone. We're supposed to assume you know. that he yeah, is just all the know. good things that a prince should be. Like, that's yes. it's vague enough that we're yes. like, and he's the prince. Yes. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> we're but, left you know, with that, you know. There was more for him happens. that they cut, which I thought was Ooh. really cool. Yeah. Um, what, what, what was originally supposed to be in there? He was supposed to have a whole scene where he was hunting in the woods, but then he chose not to kill the animals. So that you see him loving animals. So you see that connection. That's cool. Between the that two. That is really cool. But they cut it for time. I see why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see why it's not in there. But yeah. that's really cool. He did have some personality that they just like cut. Yeah. I do think that the animation in the less than like in the what 11 years between Snow White and this was mm-hmm. so impressive. Yeah. That was a big jump. Yeah. It really was. I was really impressed with how yeah. far they came in that amount of time. So that was really cool to see. I think her facial fe- features specifically, you could just see more of what she was thinking more. and mm-hmm. there was more detail. And then you had a lot of close-ups of her face with the mice. Can we talk about the yeah. fact that she makes mice clothes? Yeah. Like how so cute, cute is that? <laughs> she just makes And how so- skilled. Yeah. How skilled to be able to just make essentially doll clothes, but yeah. it needs to be functional. Like, and just has them on the ready for the new mice that come into, like, that's freaking sweet. Like, that's yeah. adorable that she has she little friends. She is on it. If she has enough time to take care of these three mm-hmm. full-grown women mm-hmm. who don't do anything, 
themselves. She mm-hmm. takes care of the entire house yep. and has time to hang out with her friends. Yeah. And make them clothes. Yeah. That's you are it. a super superhuman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the sassy moments I really love in the movie is oh. when she's cleaning and they get the letter from the castle and she's like, oh, should I should I interrupt music practice? And it's like that little pause where she's like, they sound uh-huh. like absolute horrible. It's, yeah. Mu- no, like, just, is it music practice? Yeah. I just like, but it's things like that when she's not in front of them, you get you get a little of that how she's coping. I, I It's just so it's great. I really, yeah. really like that. I like that she is so in love with the prince when she finds out that she's trying that he's going to marry her. Essentially, yeah. she is unable to mask any of that news. Like Tremaine yeah. is immediately like, okay. yeah, and she. I mean, yeah, I would be too. And that's yeah. another thing where they're like, oh, of course, and you're like, no, you wouldn't be thrilled. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have your your sleeping beauty moment, your whatever. Yeah. This this guy who you fell in love with. Wait, wait a minute. He's a prince, and yeah. he also feels the same about you. Yeah, like I'm it, sorry, you're not thrilled about that iteration. And the fact that she can't <laughs> hide it, like she goes singing and she passes yeah. off the clothes to Anastasia and then walks out because her life's Ugh. about to change. Like, yeah, the fact that she can't hide it just shows how non conniving she is. Right, that she didn't right. think. Oh, no. I should hide my joy because they're gonna get mad. That I really like that detail that I hadn't really like thought about until I thought about her character. That she can't hide the joy. Yeah, and that's just she just immediately goes into like, day, she's just staring as they're piling. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's so sweet. It's so Ugh. charming. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, and and she is interesting because another reason she didn't make it very far in the hero. Mm-hmm division is she doesn't change no but what's interesting about her is that's a good thing yeah is her being who she is regardless of the situation yeah is what makes this story real and what it is and how popular it is is she is just truly herself Mm -hmm. under any terrible circumstance but that's her resilience her resilience (laughs) is what's impressive about her Yes, you know, and not a that's lot of for it. a lot of other princesses are good, and that's what changes around, like that we said before. Or they are pushing through and learning, but mm-hmm. her resilience is truly baffling when you start to dig into yeah. what her life is like. Yes, like that's yes. that's a lot. <laughs> it's just Ooh. a lot. In the Disney movie, we don't under we don't get anything that happens to the step family. We break into. Mm-mm. They're, they thought about putting in, in the Peralt tale, when they she puts on the slippers, she is brought to the prince. She was brought to the prince, and the godmother shows up and changes her back into the thing. Like, has a beautiful mm-hmm. transformation. In this, they are like, they tried it, and they're like, it takes up too much time. She's just going to get it, and then we're going to go straight to wedding. So that they had played with that idea, and I understand pacing-wise why they didn't. Yeah. Disney's favorite piece of animation ever. Oh, I'm, what is it? Is her dress transformation it's beautiful it really that is. dress transformation is i would argue one of the most iconic pieces yep. of cinema it, <laughs> is. <laughs> it is like this movie it, is it, in like uh, in cinematic history like they they chose it to save as like historical yeah. important things can you cinema. imagine the first two the first two princesses movies you yep. make Legends. become historical <laughs> legends yeah. like stop yeah but yeah that and and recreating that that moment is one of the peak moments of so many mm-hmm. 
Disney or not Disney, a Cinderella story yeah. animations. I mean, that was huge, huge, yeah. huge, huge when they made the live action. Yeah. It was like, how are we going to make it? Which is crazy to me with all the technology they had yeah. at the time of making the film. Their biggest concern was, is it going to be as good as the original? Yeah. Like yeah. what? <laughs> I want everyone to think for a moment that all of those tiny little sparkles are hand drawn. They had to draw the movement of every tiny sparkle <laughs> that uh, happens amazing. in there. So it's, yeah, that's Disney's, it's quoted multiple people accounts that that is his favorite piece of animation ever. It's that transformation that's, of Cinderella. I'm, I'm unsurprised. Yeah, it, it makes <laughs> total sense. And so C- Cinderella becomes this iconic thing. Her castle is every, like it, you know, that's, yeah. it becomes this iconic moment and a transformative moment of Disney coming out of their potential bankruptcy yeah. and becoming the studio that we now have. Essentially. Yeah. And she is still the icon, the legend yes. at, at parades and things yeah. and at events. She most often than not is the one hosting. She is the the main mm-hmm. the main character. She's the that, you OG. Know, yep. Yeah. <laughs> which is so funny because Snow White came first. Yep. yep. But there's something about her that it's it's her place. Obviously, you know, they, they use her castle a lot yeah. for um, the different Disney, her and Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. Their castles yeah. are are the most common yeah. used at the parks. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense because those are the ones you see the most. Yeah. At, yeah. At the like, times of them making it. The original like, three, like, you know, that was the, the, yeah. the first Disney I don't princesses. think Snow White has you don't, a castle anymore. You don't really see Because you don't really see it. it. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's the two that are like, but yeah, who can't? Yeah. Cinderella, correct me if I'm wrong, I think hers is the one they use for the... Yeah, it is. Cinderella's castle is the icon. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, get it. Get it, girl. Get it. That's why I'm happy for you, Cinderella. You came a long way. They did make sure that they shifted merchandise to blue rather than like silver because they did not want it to look like a wedding dress. Yeah. And then that's so funny because changing it to the blue is what... Mm-hmm. made everything else change yep. after yeah that decision was <laughs> oh, you important. can't also be in blue like if- yeah there's only like one there's like one part of the film where it's right before the stroke of midnight where it is blue and it has the white yeah. puffs every yeah, other thing is like silvery silvery which yeah. goes back to the original tale then, which is silver yeah. and gold so and even then when it hits that blue it's because they're outside in blue moonlight yeah exactly like it was a lighting thing not yeah, a, a choice it changes colors <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be very silvery which is like goes mm-hmm. harkens back to the originals where there was never like a yeah. beautiful blue dress it was silvers or golds and that kind of stuff mm. i understand why she's still a favorite i i get that yeah. and i actually so unless you have anything about the original movie we can kind of jump into no i I think, like you said, it's it's hard to. We can't yeah. talk about her big developments or changes because she truly is just yeah. a a good person. I know I went really hard for her, but you know um, I do enjoy her a yeah. lot. She is not my favorite princess, no. but I enjoy her a lot, and I just don't think she deserves the hate she gets. That's yeah, I'm with you on that because I'm like yeah, she's not wielding a sword and like swinging around like I no. lo- those those <laughs> tend to be my favorite. China. Yeah, she's not saving China, but, <laughs> but she's a good person and she's not yeah. just waiting for a guy to come save her. She wasn't, no. she just wanted a night off. She wasn't she, asking yeah, to be saved. No, she's surviving. Yeah. She is surviving <laughs> yes. in a terrible situation. Yes. <laughs> and something good and, happened to her. Yes. And she deserves it. Let her have Damn it. it. Let her have that moment. 
Um, ah. <laughs> what I did, so there are two two movies after this. They don't come around to yeah. the 2000s when they started doing those, like Disney Doing tune, that kind of thing. Straight to yeah. video stuff. What I right. liked about both of these is that we got much more personality from Cinderella that I felt yeah. still matched who she was. Yeah, which I thought was really cool because mm-hmm. sometimes, we've talked about this, you yeah. guys have heard this, yes. our complaints yes. of some of these some of these movies and TV shows just go hard left. Yeah. And this one, I didn't think I did. Yeah. It really, truly, it was just us learning a little more about her. Yeah. I, I and, and exploring who she is, like what you wanted in the yeah. original movie. Well, that's what I think. I, I think it actually still felt like her. Like, I never felt like, yeah. they, like now we're going to write a feminist version of Cinderella. Because there is more of like, no. these, these rules are stupid. Like, let's do it this way and be kind. Right. Like, uh, the second. Right. Like it, Which they could have with this second one. The yeah. second one, they could have yeah. went really, really hard, super, which is, it's fine to be super feminist. Oh, yeah, that's great. They could have gone super modern, super whatever. Yeah. But instead, it felt very organic because yeah. it was still very forward. Yeah. But it wasn't, you should do this because women, women. It was, it was like, why? She questioned Why authority. can't we? Yeah. yeah. Why can't we? kind of combine these two cultures because yeah. she does get culture shock from well, that's why it's so cool that, that <laughs> it's, it's set up in it's set up similar to the the beauty and the beast enchanted christmas where you have the yes uh group of like side characters talking about oh remember this and remember this and they're making a mm-hmm. book for cinderella which is really cool yeah they're ma- and doing that so all these tales are like talking about the time before like oh remember the first yeah. day there's three three stories, and the first one is mainly centered mm-hmm. around Cinderella. The other ones are yeah. a little bit less. Um, and this one they did pretty well. I, I was pretty mm-hmm. impressed. Mm-hmm. Some of the like I combined vignettes thing doesn't mm-hmm. go well. Yeah, but this one it was fine. They did a pretty good yeah. job with it. They I did a pretty I, good job. I wasn't mad about it. I wasn't either. And I like that the first story was about her first day in the castle. And yes, they give the prince so much personality because we got nothing in the first movie so no, he, he yeah. is all about her he like they, they are truly he in love in love with her like, like i adore <laughs> Which, that same sir like, I, I adore <laughs> that like and it's a different voice actress because eileen woods would have been i think 72 when he, this came out in 2001 makes sense. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, i get it mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah it's been a while it's been a second jennifer hale does it in this one <laughs> and the next one and there's some cute cool. music montages stuff in each of these yeah. little vignettes but, I mean, you see Cinderella dealing with the fact that she is now in this strict uppity castle and wanting to just yeah. go say hi to her friends from the town. Like, mm-hmm. it, like in that she tries to go along and because the prince is taken away from her and he's really mad that he has to leave her to plan this festival. Like, immediately. Yeah. yeah. I like that he's pissed. So I'm like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Which is cool because you also see them trying to, they want to get to know each other. Yeah. I like. I really enjoy but, that. But, like, aren't allowed right yeah. away. Yeah. And they're like, wait, no, I just got her. Like, let me hang yes. out with her, please. <laughs> yes. I enjoyed that little thing. And there were a couple women writing on this. So like, nice. that was nice. That's good. And you see her get put into this more traditional, like, hoop metal skirt and this horrible mm-hmm. like hairstyle and so you see her stand up for herself but in a very kind way yes which no she cool. she never gets which which is uh, says a lot about her yeah and i'm i mean this she must have the patient the most uh-huh. patience the most patient princess yeah possibly women we've ever, t- yes. <laughs> we've ever talked about yes because she never raises her voice mm-hmm at anyone yeah which almost hurts worse when she's disappointed yeah yeah so when she does finally go you know what this this is not working yeah 
as an audience, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is like good for you. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. You have these very different princesses where she's, I don't know if soft spoken is the word. No, it's. Because she's very confident what she says. Yeah. She, she, when she decides to say something, Mm -hmm. there is a lot of emotion behind it, but it is a decisive okay i'm really not okay with this we really need to we need to come to a middle yeah. grounds i can't yeah. you know she doesn't apologize yeah. and she didn't apologize no. in the first movie yeah. either that when when yeah when the guy the tremaine is like oh you can't go she's like no it says i can go mm-hmm. and she like yes. stands up for herself in the original yes. movie too which is why this felt but she doesn't do it disrespectfully she doesn't no, loud. No. She doesn't cry to the world. She doesn't like. It's just mm-hmm. like no. I mm-hmm. should be able to go. It's logically. Yeah. Is, yes. This is what it says. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's very. She's much more intelligent than I. Intelligent than I think people give her credit for. Yeah. Yeah. And she's one of the. She's a classic. You're gonna catch more flies with honey. Like that's exactly mm-hmm. what she like is about in this movie. Like she's really yeah. nice to all of the servants. She doesn't treat anyone differently. She decides yeah. that she's gonna invite her friends from town. And just yeah, does it. Like, of course. Yeah. That makes sense. And who's going to... She like, now has a place to do that. She can now have her friends come over. Yeah. She, yeah. She saw the injustice of it. And it, mm-hmm. and no one really could stop her. They have a really good, like, governess teaching her. You know, like, that's... Prudence is yeah. great. Like, that's a fun conflict and stuff. But she does just decide, I'm going to do it. And does yeah. it. Right. Because why can't She's she? She's the princess. She technically mm-hmm. can do what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> so I do like that she uh, uses that power for good. Yes. Like, that's really great. Yes. And you do get a little more of that, I like, let's do it, like, pull up your bootstraps and go personality out of her, which mm-hmm. was there the yeah. whole time. But you just oh, of you course. spend the entire first story of this with her. So yeah. it's super. And you still have, like, Jacques. And you still have, like, all these cute... Oh, Side yeah. characters. Gus, Gus. Yeah. Love him. We got a new cat. <laughs> you know, we got Pom Pom instead of Lucifer. <laughs> All of that. So I really actually enjoyed the second movie because cute. I got to know Cinderella a little bit more. And yeah. I, I was impressed that it didn't feel like a different person. Yes, I agree entirely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was, that is all I have to say. <laughs> it was the first two tales of this were written with women writers alongside of it. Um, the second nice. one's kind of about Jacques. You still get Cinderella doing yeah, like you, nice stuff. It's which very, is like yeah. pretty standard, yeah. you know. They're like, oh, here's the, the sh- this yeah. thing about the princess. And now we'll talk about the side characters, which yeah. happened in a lot of films and TV shows, which is not a bad thing. People love those characters, too. Yeah. Just not what we're talking about today, guys. No. no so, <laughs> like The second one's cute. It's really like she's still herself. It's great. She's trying to be the best princess she can be. The third one we'll probably talk more about in After Hours when we talk about Anastasia. Because I think we do need to talk about Anastasia. Yes. Yes. In After Hours. Yes. Yes. I do appreciate how open and willing Cinderella was to Anastasia. I think this is a lot. A lot about Mm -hmm. her character to have this person at one point during the first movie physically abuse her. Yeah. And then, and in the end, still be like, no, I think you deserve a happy ending too. That was really Get it, big girl. of her. Like, <laughs> I could not do that. Like, that makes no. her so much better of a person yes. than I would ever be. Because Gosh. I, like, that that shows a could side never. of her that existed from the first movie. That, yes. that she's able to forgive 100%. people, you know? And we see mm-hmm. it in this third version with that is centered around Anastasia. And I really yeah. liked her actively, not just being nice and forgiving her but actively trying to help her find yes. love 
Like yeah. she is like was trying, trying <laughs> so hard to like put the her and the baker together. Like it was so <sighs> sweet. And that she when yes. Anastasia gets flung into like the butter and the flour, she goes after her because Anastasia just got humiliated. She tries yeah. to comfort her. She tries to help. She brings her back to the castle to clean her up and help her undo what Lady Tremaine. Like you see Anastasia and mm-hmm. like trying to deal with the abuse. Yes. That Lady Tremaine has given her and Cinderella teaching her that she doesn't have to be that. Like that's, right. uh, that's pretty amazing. That more in yes. oh yes. But I did want to make sure we talked about how she like she's amazing. Like her yeah. her doing that, like Cinderella deciding now nah, this person who's abused me for years. Yeah. She deserves happiness too. Yeah. Girl, no one is as good and kind as you. Yeah. Stop. That's yeah, I felt <laughs> right on track. And I I think she it was a really great character moment for her too to be accurate yeah. and that she like goes to town she has so many cute outfits in this i was like i'm loving for it she it's does. So cute. i loved it <laughs> but that actually that last story leads us into the third movie yes. which is the twisted the twist in time i think is what it's called it's that one at face value mm-hmm. you're like oh this is gonna be super weird it's gonna be yeah. super weird, Lady Tremaine. You know, there, there's a missing one, Lady Tremaine. Messes with time, things get weird. You're like, oh, this is not gonna be good. Yeah, and it is much better mm-hmm. than the just like I highly recommend. Yeah, just watch it. Like, don't read the synopsis. Yeah, it's, <laughs> because the synopsis makes it sound crazy. Yeah, it do- it does, <laughs> and it it could easily have gone really like kitschy and. It bad. could have gone so poorly. But, oh my gosh, this is the darkest film of the group. Oh, for sure. The villain goes hard and it is like abusive and like there is drama. This is like a soap opera I was ready for. Like it was yes. so, yes. there is so much drama in this thing. And the basic idea is that Anastasia oversees Cinderella and the prince who, by the way, in this third movie, the prince is voiced by Prince Eric. And you can tell. <laughs> so <laughs> couldn't help it. but like Prince Eric is now the prince. Um, I they're they are totally in love. I love their banter together. It's really sweet. And Anastasia sees them in love, sees the fairy godmother, realizes, oh my gosh, magic is at play. That's how got the prince mm-hmm. steals the wand, turns the the fairy godmother into a statue by accident, and then gives Lady Tremaine magic, which which is the most terrifying thing I've ever heard in my life. It is so terrifying. <laughs> She reversed to give her oh Lady Tremaine. Yeah, she was bad enough without magic, and now you've given her <laughs> a magic wand with essentially no limits. So, I think that that's like girl, girl boss gatekeep. Here that, we are. That's a the inciting incident is so good. Then I'm like, who came up with this? There were a couple women on it, so that was great. Mm-hmm. great um, there's great, some great. actually some really cute music in it. I was impressed yeah. with that. So that's another addition to this. Like, hey, this is sweet. But the drama is basically turns back time to the slipper tryout of the first film. So you don't have to redo the whole first movie, which is great. No, no. Which is great. They could easily have done that. So they did that. Cinderella doesn't get the glass slipper. Anastasia gets to try it on. She gets to be the prince's person. And then Lady Tremaine spells him so that Cinderella, when Cinderella actively goes to the castle to be like, oh, when he sees me, he'll know. 
which is nice. She goes and gets. Yeah. She goes and gets her man. Yeah. She goes and gets him. Sneaks in, <laughs> lies about being a mouse catcher for the castle, which is she's so in such a sweet way. She's so bad at lying. She's so bad at lying. That's really and cute. you love that for her. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Yeah. Because when has she ever lied? Yeah. She's a little sassy, but not yeah. like outright. Let me lie to your face. Yeah. So <laughs> watching her uncomfortably lie to Prudence. They were gonna initially just ignore the second movie, but they did end up bringing back some characters that came and i'm glad they did yeah. because it connects it makes it seem more cohesive unlike yeah. uh, episode one of this where the two movies for ariel seemed like they were in different worlds almost. yes yeah um this one i do enjoy that they tied it together a little more yes i thought that was really cool and it initially was supposed to have drizella getting the redemption arc but after the second movie because of the anastasia thing that already they built in sympathy they had anastasia that's nice but That's nice. you get you get a Cinderella that turns all of a sudden into this badass yeah. in the movie. Like she is, <laughs> it gets dark when Lady Tremaine she tries to disguise herself, get her way in. She realizes that the prince is under a spell, so now she's mm-hmm. actively trying to get the wand. So you have callbacks to like the key yeah. in Tremaine's pocket that the mice have yes. to help get, and she has to come in and then yells at Tremaine for what she's doing because she gets discovered. <sighs> And then she goes to get the prince and gets like banished. She gets banished to a ship. I enjoy. Yeah, because Jermaine just does is like, I can't, you can't be here. Yeah. Because every time she gets close, yeah. the prince is starting to be like, this isn't right. Yeah. I love this, that. Like something is wrong. Yeah. Some, this is not, this is not working. Yeah. So, and she very kindly is trying to get her way into things. Mm-hmm. And, um, Tremaine is spending the is spending the majority of the movie keeping her away yeah. from him. Yeah. Because even a magic wand cannot keep the love they have for each other. Which is so romantic. It's so yeah. gushy and sweet that like when I love that the the theme of their hands touching and you knew instead of love at first sight, yeah. it was like when their hands touched, you knew that they were in love. So you didn't have yeah. to worry about like kissing or anything. It was a very sweet thing. Um, yeah. And then the prince all of a sudden becomes this like badass hero who jumps out a window and goes like flying on a ship to save her from being banished. So yeah. that's, <laughs> that was great for um, him. The animation, though, this is nothing to Cinderella, yep, but the yep. animation of him flying out the window is the equally the worst and best yep. animation I've ever seen in my life. I agree. That is never how anyone would get out a window. Nope. But it is such a meme. Yep. Dead, deceased, over. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a thing. It was just good. Like she she ends up getting almost murdered, like attempted murder on Cinderella's yeah. life to get her to go away. And Lucifer gets like turned. She's like runaway pumpkin carriage with thorns and stuff, which is great. And then she yeah. has to she she says bad kitty, which is one of the best lines in the thing when Lucifer gets <laughs> thrown off of the thing. But she's on a out of control pumpkin carriage. She busts out of it. Powers yeah. her way through it, gets on the top of it. Now we're in the middle of a Western action film because she has to hop off the carriage to get on the horse that's still I'm running. Warning, you guys, this movie sounds crazy. <laughs> it sounds crazy. But it's so dramatic. <laughs> it is like a dramatic soap opera, but it's so mm-hmm. good because then there's right, yeah. right before that, you have the twist of like she breaks the spell with the prince. She's going to, you get to see her yeah, getting yeah. ready. And then Lady Tremaine comes out of the shadows and it's like, well, he is going Not to marry Cinderella. Time. And then you have a doppelganger, Anastasia, made into Cinderella. And then uh, she gets bit. Like, it's so dramatic, but there's just so much action in it. 
that I was okay oh, with yeah. it. I was really yeah, you could impressed. tell that it happened when it did. Yeah. <laughs> like this was built around the same time as all these other action princesses. Yeah. It, <laughs> she, you know, she flies to her wedding on a horse and in rags. Like that's mm-hmm. to, to stop it. And ultimately she does yeah. it. She ends up forgiving Anastasia who stops the wedding because Anastasia learns what tr- what love is. Uh, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see her forgive it. You see her jump in front of Anastasia when Lady Tremaine points the wand at her. Um, yeah. And then the prince jumps in and reflects it and all as well. But right. I was just impressed by I I think we we got to know her more and more because of the sequels. I was yeah. just happily surprised. <laughs> I thought it was great. Tremaine yeah. gets way scarier and way darker. Oh, yeah. In oh, this for movie? sure, because she's she's given power. Ugh. I will say the only thing about the last one is I think it's the farthest from who she is. That's fair. I think they were trying to make yeah. her more active and more action-y. Yeah. But it's still her. Yes. But it's definitely which is better than most yeah. sequels, but I think it's the farthest from, yeah. the, from her. Yeah. Because they were trying to be like, we're gonna make her an, and she's not an action figure. No, she's not. not. <laughs> she's Do not. I believe that she would get on a horse and run in to say yeah Yeah. for sure i think she would you know that kind of stuff she's totally comfortable with yeah but still she is not you know the big to the terrible lying yeah but she is not i'm picking up a sword and fighting no and that's okay but i I appreciate Mm -hmm. them trying to do that for her (laughs) and i do i i think they they created a story that was actually engaging for a third Mm -hmm. movie of it straight to video like this is straight to video stuff yeah Um, so i was impressed I, I thought it was, I was happily surprised. <laughs> yeah, just surprised. don't read the synopsis first because yeah. it's crazy. No, it is crazy. It's a soap opera. Just watch it, just watch it. It's a soap opera it. drama. But yes. I, was, I was actually very impressed with each of these sequels for Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to be at some, some part of it has to be the testament of who she is being interesting too. Mm-hmm. Of, of her being a peasant oh, yeah. brought into a castle. Yeah. I think that has to be part of why the second movie, especially, I think, was really interesting yeah. with her. Oh, for sure. And and so many of these sequels haven't, I don't know, doesn't doesn't quite hit as hard that we've talked about. At least. Yeah. We, there's a lot that we haven't. Like, Aladdin has a million sequels yes. that we have not talked about yes. that were very successful. Like, some yes. of the most successful yes. of the sequels. But um, outside of Frozen, obviously. Yeah. But yep. yeah, like, the, the, the movies that we've talked about of the second that were actually like really good and we learn more about the princess yeah was this one ariel are there any others that we really really got to dive into a ton other than the first season with rapunzel like that right but even then like you said that's not that's that's not a movie yeah like yeah yeah. there's the the sequels typically are just kind of thrown away and for whatever reason whoever got to work on cinderella and ariel and ariel like not I, this. I would say the second one, not no, but the they third were one, not as they were much, around the, the same time. This yeah, the second yeah. one was what, brilliant. Yeah. So it's like it's crazy to me. Yeah, like look at how great these are. Why are we not continuing to do this kind of stuff? Yeah, no, I I, I was very happy with that. And yeah, um, how cool that we accidentally bookended our characters like this too. I know, isn't that kind of fun? <laughs> it's like we. I love that. I, th- I would say we planned that, but we didn't really do that. No, this is. I love it though. I love it. I love that we got to learn more about these ladies in unique fashions in their second movies in a great yeah. way. Yeah, it. I was. I really love that, and I love that we started with the beginning of the Renaissance era, and we ended yeah. with the end of the Golden Era. Beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> sometimes we do cool things when we don't mean to. But I, yeah, it's fine. You know, they're casual. 
<laughs> so I think I think you're right. I think she deserves a little bit more than just well, she was was just waiting around. Like, yeah, one the toxicness of the whole situation is much more complicated than that. And I think it. I don't think it discourages girls from doing things for themselves. And no, that, that's it doesn't. The other like just sitting around ra- around waiting for your prince. Like that's not what she's doing. No, no, she at no, no, no points. Yeah. Is she like, I wish someone would come save me. Yeah, that's it. No. Yeah, there's different stories for different people, different characters, different things. And that's why Cinderella, there's so many iterations of this story yes. and why people keep making movies about it. Disney themselves has so many versions, multiple Cinderella movies. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. How mad do you think Disney is now that they can't in their Broadway lineup add Cinderella because Roger and Hammerstein did it first? Like, like you know? Like, yeah. There's there's so many versions within uh, the Disney live action and like animation. This Okay, I can end on my fun fact. This isn't actually the yes! first Cinderella they ever did. The first version that Disney ever did of Cinderella was in the early years, and they produced a Laugh-O-Gram series in the 20s. Wow. And they created several. Whoa. Yeah, they created several short films, and one of them was Cinderella. Oh. And it was in 1922. Nice. It was the first version of Cinderella they ever did. So that is my... Fun fact. And then this version saved the studio from bankruptcy. I love it. I love it. Well done, Cinderella. <laughs> what an icon. <laughs> I, oh. uh, she's great. It was a lot of fun talking about, about her and digging into her origin story today. And then yeah. next up, we're done with our regular season. Yes. But next up, we yes. get to dive into our second Maiden Madness championship tournament that is yes. all about... The sweethearts supporting all of these wonderful women. So excited. Um, I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited to dive in. I think it's going to be great. I'm going to say I think Prince Charming, who never is never referred to as Prince Charming. He's just Prince in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Both princes are like that. Yeah, I don't know that they'll that get very far, but I did enjoy him no. in the sequels. So, oh yeah, 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 I, yeah. You know, he gets better, but he definitely like I don't see making too far in this tournament. But no, 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 no. that's okay. That's okay. He was nice. That's all we needed to know at that point. Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's fine. The movie is about how sweet and kind yeah. and wonderful and resilient Cinderella is, which yeah. is why she's made it so far. Yeah. But I guess we'll see who makes it so far. With Made in Madness. Yes. Join us. So join us next week. We'll start going through all these sweethearts supporting yes. these women. And we'll talk about how well they do that and how yes. badly also, they do that. <laughs> make sure you voted. Yes. Yes. Make sure that you voted to make sure your favorite himbo yes. makes it through. Mm-hmm the rounds yeah. so we already have those polls up on social media and our patreon patreon yep. obviously the way it counts more so yeah <laughs> become a patron um, become a patron to yeah. <laughs> make your vote count more uh, <laughs> and make sure that your favorite himbo makes it through yeah awesome thank you guys so much for listening and being with us today and join uh. us next week for some tournament <laughs> see you then bye Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Damsels in Dialogue. Get ready as next week we begin our second Maiden Madness tournament all about the supportive sweethearts of the women in Disney and Pixar animation. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can help us reach even more listeners by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a rating or comment on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you are listening. 
If you want to join us for even more discussions about Cinderella or extra thoughts about any of our episodes, head over to our Patreon. There you can support the podcast and unlock an entire library of our exclusive after-hour video podcasts with new episodes arriving each month. You can also unlock research notes, bloopers, and more. Follow us on social media and at our website on damselsindialogue.podbean.com. Until next time, this has been Damsels in Dialogue. Have a nice day. This podcast episode is sponsored by Royal Princess Parties, LLC, and is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions.